You are now tuned in to Lord Have Mercy, a spiritual growth podcast hosted by me, Megan Manigo. I'm just a regular girl trying my best to live according to God's word. And this podcast is my platform to share the knowledge, wisdom, and life lessons that I've gained on my spiritual journey with Christ. God blesses us to be a blessing to others. So tune in as I share what God has planted in my spirit. Hello, hello, hello. Mercy is in the building and there's no place I'd rather be than here with you today. Thank you so much for tuning in to Lord Have Mercy. And of course, it is always my prayer that God uses me to speak to you today. So today I found myself in Ecclesiastes 7 and 20. And this verse simply reads, surely there is not a righteous man on earth who does good and never sins. Now, of course, we know that we ain't perfect. As a matter of fact, I think we actually rest in that fact that we're not perfect to the point where we don't even try to do right. Sometimes we say God knows my heart. And that's sort of an excuse that we use to make us feel okay about making bad decisions or whatever it is that we're doing. I was uh, reading this article and it was called God knows your heart, but you don't. And it said, yes, God knows your heart, but you might want to first consider its true condition. Now, we have to remember, God knows everything. He is all sovereign, almighty, all powerful, omnipresent, omnipotent. He is everywhere. He knows everything, which means he knows the real reasons why we do and say certain things. He knows our secrets. He knows about the good and the bad things that come across our minds, even when we don't even know. So, yes, God knows our hearts and they ain't right either, just like our actions. (laughs) So it's funny because... um, The Bible actually says that we all have sinned and we all fall short of God's glorious standard. No matter how dedicated we are to God or to our church or to our ministries, we will always and forever be flawed and imperfect some way, somehow. The fact that we are not perfect is humbling to some and it pushes others who think that it's okay to stay how we are. It's true. God does know our hearts and he loves us anyway. No, we will never be perfect. And he loves us anyway. But might I suggest that perfection isn't necessarily our goal. It's funny because as I was reading my Bible, I I noticed that Matthew 5 and 48 says, Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. It's like, how are we imperfect? But the Bible is telling us to be perfect. I had to do some research on this one because your girl was stumped. And I, I, I was just a little bit confused. And I had to pray and ask God to reveal to me what he meant in the context he intended it. The Bible does that. It it challenges you to dig deeper for clearer understanding and it just makes you want to know more and to understand it. So as I was reading up on this text, I was reminded that of course, the only walking human being that was perfect was Jesus Christ. And this text actually comes from the Sermon on the Mount, which Jesus was actually preaching himself. He was speaking these words. He set the standard for us. But why? One reason that I could think is to make it known the difference between us and God and to remind us why we actually need him. I also learned because these are God's words being spoken, like God could not lower his standard of us without compromising his own perfection. He set a standard that he has attained. That's like, for example, me as a leader in a women's ministry. I'm out here telling people to pray for each other, consult God in their everyday lives and to do their best to live according to God's word. I I can't 
I have to live out that same standard that I'm setting for other people. What kind of leader sets a standard that they're not living by themselves? Right. That just goes back to the reason why we need the good news of the gospel. Jesus Christ met this standard on our behalf, and he is a walking demonstration of how we should live and handle certain situations. He walked this earth and he lived through it all. And so he came out without a blemish and he he, he walked this earth perfectly. And so my point today is that perfection is not our goal. Adam, Eve, and the rest of us have proven that we will never be perfect. The goal is not perfection. The goal is to simply be more like Jesus. 1 John 2 and 6 says, whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Romans 12 and 2, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Now, listen, we will not wake up tomorrow a brand new person. This is a process. It's a transformation and it's called sanctification. When you are saved and you choose Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you receive the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is inside of you. It is indwelling in you. And through the Holy Spirit, you have the power to change and to be more like him. We need Jesus. We cannot do anything without him. We cannot change ourselves. We cannot save ourselves. We need him in every single area of our lives. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the living word. And all we have to do is seek him. Matthew 6.33 says, But first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. That is my favorite verse of all time. Because it's like when you seek him, he will find you. Everything will fall into alignment. This whole thing is a journey and he wants to do it with us, not for us. So I just want to leave you with these quick little points and I'm going to get out your hair. The first point is to pray. Spend some quiet time in prayer and just cry out to God. Tell him how you're feeling and just talk to him. Ask him to change your heart. Ask him to mold you to be more like him. Number two, read your word. How are we going to be more like him if we don't know what he's like? Our Bible tells us the character traits of Jesus, how he carried himself, how he handled the situations that we find ourselves in today. The Bible helps guide us on how to be more like him. And number three, be obedient. When you pray and seek the Lord through his word, he will speak. I'm telling you, he will speak back. The thing about it is, God will tell us to do something that our flesh or our selves may not want to do. Um, But it's important to be obedient because ultimately he knows what's best for us. He knows exactly what he's doing. His way is perfect. And when you listen to God, you will reap good things. Luke 6, 46 through 49 says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When the flood came, the torrent struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who builds a house on on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. Moral of the story, kids, let's build our lives on a solid foundation, the foundation of Jesus Christ. 
This scripture tells us that when you don't listen to Christ and when we're not obedient, that's like building a house on practically sand. You know what I'm saying? Who, who builds a house on sand? It ain't going to last. It ain't going to make it through the storm. You feel me? God's way is best. His will is best, you know, and like sometimes we got to learn that the hard way and that's okay. You'll come back. Um, he will leave the 99 for that one, but I'm rapping. I know I, I, the moral of my story is today is that perfection is not our goal. We should build our lives on a solid foundation. And that foundation is Jesus Christ. And we should aim to be more like him and less like ourselves, less like our idols and whoever it is that we look up to. The goal is to be more like Jesus because he is the only perfect one. Amen. 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 Okay. So before I close us out in prayer, um, if you're asking yourself, how, how can I be saved? Or how do I know that Jesus is my Lord and Savior? Acts 16.31 says, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. God has already done all the work. All you have to do is receive in faith the salvation that God offers us by his grace and his grace alone. There is nothing that we could ever do. There is nothing that we could say that can make him save us. We are simply saved by his grace. If we fully trust in Jesus alone as the payment for our sins, because you know, the wages of sin is death. So if you trust that Jesus paid that price for you and you believe in him, you will not perish. God is offering us salvation as a gift and all you have to do is accept it. Jesus is the way of salvation. So if you believe in him and you believe that he died for your sins and rose again, just say a little prayer to him, talk to him and let him know that you believe and the rest is history and you saved. Okay. So if you're newly saved, shoot me an email saying I am saved to Lord have mercy podcast at yahoo.com. Get you a Bible and shoot. If you need one, shoot me an email. I got you. I got a gang of Bibles on me. And, um, you know, just just start building your relationship with him. And as you continue to, just like you will build a relationship with your friend or somebody that you were interested in dating, you got to get to know someone. So just spend some time getting to know the Lord and he will guide you along the way. Amen. So let's look to the Lord in prayer together. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your salvation. I thank you for saving us. And I thank you for your grace, Father God. Thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for our sins. We rejoice because he died and was resurrected on the third day. Lord, as we go through this journey with you, I just pray that you do a new thing in us. Change our minds. Change our hearts, Father. Convict us to seek you. Speak to our hearts in a way that we cannot deny that it is you. Mold us into the men and women that you've called us to be. And Father, ultimately, let us just be more like you. Let us be intentional about following the Holy Spirit and quieting our flesh. Father, I pray that you change us. And while we will never be perfect, let us never stop trying to be more like you. Father, I ask that you bless every single person under the sound of my voice right now. Reveal the mysteries of your word to us and let us grow to know you better. Strengthen our individual relationships with you. And continue to provide for us each and every day in each and every way. Give us knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And I just thank you, Father. And I give you all the glory because I am only on this podcast because of you. People are saved because of you. And everything that we have, everything that we are is because of you, Lord God. 
I bless your name and I just thank you. I praise you. I worship you and I just rejoice for you. In Jesus' holy name I pray. Amen. Amen, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And of course, if you have any feedback, any questions, any prayer requests, or anything you'd like to hear discussed on the show, shoot me an email at lordhavemercypodcast at yahoo.com. And as always, it's all love.